0: Hello again everyone, welcome to an episode of Game Pass Grab Bag, your weekly podcast reviewing games from the Game Pass Collection, bringing you three unique perspectives from a varying skill range. I will be the commander of this group, Andrew, with me, the one who's always AWOL when you need him in a firefight, Keith.
1: Oh, are we starting?
0: And of course, our private Liz. Hey guys. And this week was Liz's pick, which you picked Wolfenstein, the New Order. I did. <laughs> I'm really surprised. You did. You did pick it. So Liz, tell us, why did you pick Wolfenstein?
2: I picked it because games like this intimidate me, and then I always end up loving them. And I also thought it was a cool name.
0: (laughs) You thought it was a cool name?
2: Yeah. I remember when we were dating, and I bought you Wolfenstein 2, and I was like, this game sounds cool just by the title. And then I watched you play it, and I was like, that looks hard.
0: (laughs) So, Wolfenstein the New Order, it is brought to you by Machine Games. And the basic synopsis of this game is that it is a first person shooter where you play BJ Blazkowicz as you basically try to stop the Nazis from invading the world. But for whatever reason, the Nazis seem to have extra technology and seem to be basically winning in all fronts. So, for your final effort, you would try to attack the main compound and end up kind of gloriously failing, and then Fast forward to the future, the Nazis have taken over the world, and you are essentially trying to start the uprising to try to fight back and try to free the people from the Nazi regime.
2: So you're killing all the Nazis. Pretty essentially.
0: Much. <laughs> We're here to do one thing oh, and gosh. one thing only. Kill Nazis. So, Liz, since this is your pick, was this a game or a pass?
2: I'm going to give it a game. I don't know why I just hesitated there. <laughs> I don't
0: know why you did either.
2: I'm definitely going to give it a game. I did have a couple of lows for me, but overall, I I didn't want to stop playing. So yeah, I'm gonna give it a game.
1: So I don't think this game is a pass as a whole because I I don't think it's a bad game. I just didn't have a lot of fun playing it personally. So it's it is a pass, but I don't have a lot of bad to say about it in the grand scheme of things. So
0: for me, this is a must play.
2: Ooh, if you
0: like first person shooters. If you're a big fan of first-person shooters, everything about this game to me is fantastic. I absolutely love this game. And I forgot how much I love this game until I started replaying it when Liz picked it. And I was like, oh man, I forgot how much I like this game. So the first thing that I think that really hooks me for this game is the story. I absolutely love the story of this game and I love the characters. I love this kind of unique twist to kind of like an alternative history where the Nazis have like this advanced technology and they're just end up winning the war of world war ii and now the world's taken over by nazis and you're essentially the soldier who's lost his memory and is just trying to scrape his way back up top and try to take the fight back to the nazis i love the story when i first played this game i was just like oh this just looks super generic it's just like okay this is just gonna be a first person shooter whatever i have played the original wolfenstein keith did you ever do you remember that game i don't know it's if you been remember.
1: many a moon but yes I did play it.
0: Yeah, because back in way back in the day, we went to the same elementary school, and we of course had the super old computers when they still had floppy disks. And there I was w- one computer in the whole school that actually had Wolfenstein on it, and I remember playing that game like all the time. So I loved the original Wolfenstein, and then of course, then they also they've done a couple remakes. There was one remake during the three sixty era, and the original Wolfenstein in the three sixty era one always kind of did the same story of following the Nazis and their interest in the occult. So it's mostly based on, like, them summoning demons and digging up, like, ancient artifacts and stuff like that. This game doesn't do that at all. This one is more about kind of, like, futuristic technologies and, like, where they're getting that from, which I love because I was kind of getting sick of the whole occult aspect of it. They were fun, but to me it never really... when it came to Wolfenstein and the Wolfenstein the 360, I always kind of felt like the demons were more taken over and you really weren't fighting Nazis. It was more just kind of fighting demons. So, I don't know. I was just okay with it. But the Wolfenstein The New Order doesn't fully get rid of the occult. There actually is a add-on where you actually go to a village where they're actually trying to dig up the occult and you actually end up fighting zombies, which is a very fun add-on. But what did you guys think of the story?
2: I liked it. One thing that you were saying earlier about the characters, I thought it was interesting that I felt like they put more into the side characters... So I'm thinking of Klaus, who you find out was a Nazi before, and the Nazis murdered his family. So he kind of takes a mentally disabled adult under his wing. And then, of course, there's two different timelines. The one that I picked, there's a guy named Jay, and I got Jay because I saved Wyatt. And he's a guitarist, and something that he talked about was that before the war, he kind of saw people like Blaskowitz as Nazis because he's a, he's a black man from America. And so they had that whole storyline as well. But I just thought it was really interesting. I feel like they gave more time to these characters. And same with like, the villains. I mean, you saw the evil that they did, but I felt like the the main characters didn't go into as much depth.
1: Yeah, I can, uh, sure. I <laughs> largely didn't follow so much of this story. I was just so irritated with this game. I didn't like the gameplay. That was what killed me. So I don't have a lot to say about the story because I just didn't pay much attention to it.
0: Okay, so then tell us, Keith, why did you not like the gameplay?
1: I just didn't think it was that good. Now, I do know that this game is a couple years old, sure, but just nothing was innovative about it. I, I get that it's like if I was playing the original Wolfenstein, four weapons that have largely no change to them. Okay, fine. But I just didn't feel like I had any variety in the game. And I, I admittedly did play on the second hardest difficulty, so I might have thrown myself a challenge more than I needed. And that could be a large play into it. But even for that, it, if I, the game just got easier, I don't think it would have redeemed much for me.
2: See, I'm kind of confused by your comment about like the weapons, because I thought they were very different. And I love doing the perks where you have to use your handgun with a silencer and kill a certain amount of commanders and things like that. So I actually thought it was really fun to switch out the guns. They had the sniper, which was amazing. I didn't get that until later. The shotgun, the knives, which I mean, I just learned how to be sneaky and I really wasn't good at it because like and she was like, why, why don't you go through that vent over there? And I'm like, what vent? I'm the least observant person in the world. And so for me, I was finding ways to like get around the bases and and then there's grenades and I hated the electric guns though. I will say that. That was, and that was right when there was starting to be like a weird difficulty spike in the game for me, which by the way, I did play on the difficulty, can I play daddy? <laughs>
0: Yeah, the difficulty settings, I don't know if you recognize Keith, but the difficulty settings are the same names that they had in the original Wolfenstein. It, it's Same with the picture. In the original Wolfenstein, whatever difficulty you picked, it showed BJ Blazkowicz's face and how like angry and or more childish he would get, depending on the difficulty. So I love that they kind of kept a lot of similar touches from the original Wolfenstein. But, yeah, I, I also kind of disagree with you, Keith. I think the weapons were quite diverse. Like, there wasn't anything too crazy like it's not like oh you have like three different machine guns that essentially do the same thing i mean you you had your generic weapons you had you had a machine gun you had a shotgun yeah a rifle energy gun but i thought they all played very uniquely and as liz said i absolutely love the perks so while you're playing the game there is another tab that has perks and they're essentially just kind of side quests they're Really simple. Oh, kill 50 enemies with a machine gun, assassinate three commanders, or kill people with knives. And whenever you do that, your character will obviously gain a perk. Whether it be carry more ammo, have a bigger clip, be able to sneak quieter, carry more knives. So it always kind of encouraged you to kind of play in a different style to try to get these abilities because they actually did help a lot. So, as you were saying, Liz, how the energy weapons were kind of difficult, I do agree with you. But that's also why you need to do the perks. Because there are a handful of perks that actually give you more energy for your energy guns. And I noticed you really weren't working on some of your perks. And there was also some hidden stuff that also upgraded your energy guns a bit.
2: I did after I played. But for me, I was so focused on just beating the game that at a certain point I was just focusing on that. So I do agree with you. And also with Keith, I do agree there were some gameplay things I did not like. I hate quick time events. They are my biggest pet peeve, and I thought that the training at the beginning, although it did help me later on, I was very resentful to it, because I hated it. And the quick time events, I, they're not necessary to me. And then of course, the London Monitor boss fight, I had one more thing to hit, and I got stepped on. And I was so mad, I was like, Andrew, I'm done with this game, <laughs> and he beat it for me. I, beat, I did the rest of the game myself, but that boss fight was just so unnecessarily repetitive and annoying.
1: Yeah, there, that was what I felt like. And and again, I know I was playing on not even the hardest difficulty, but the second hardest difficulty. Just things felt unnecessarily hard and time consuming. It just, it, and it didn't seem to be that, yeah, well, throughout the game, you could do things slightly differently. I could sneak through this one little section and I could do a little bit more stealth. It largely just felt like at the end of the day, you were just fighting unnecessarily complicated fights that weren't complicated you just had to sit there and chew at a boss for longer than you wanted to and that's what I didn't like about it
0: but there was only two boss fights and I do agree they're nothing too imaginative but they for me the boss fights I didn't think were that bad see I loved that the Wolfenstein the New Order had like these stealth segments to it because I actually thought the stealth in this game was pretty solid and I have completely beaten this game. I've beaten it on the hardest difficulty. I've gotten all achievements on it. So I really like this game. And I just... Having the stealth elements to it really kind of helps you kind of get past some areas or able to whittle down the enemies to make the fights easier for when you do decide to go guns blazing. But I like that it at least gives you these options. Like, I noticed a good amount of times Liz would just kind of charge in, just shoot everything. But I always like to play... Sometimes
2: it worked for me and sometimes it wouldn't.
0: Yeah, I like to play a bit more methodical and try to take out and weed out the... Weaker enemies as I can before I can, and try to take out the commanders before they can call reinforcements. So I thought the gameplay was pretty diverse in this. And then, of course, you have a segment too where you actually control a robot, which I think is a lot of fun too, and you end up fighting an entire camp.
2: Yeah, I remember that. But I also feel like you didn't see me when I got better at the game because I did learn from you. I did learn to be stealthy. And one thing that I liked about sneaking around is your character can eavesdrop which is kind of a cool thing because you're like i shouldn't be hearing this
0: yes uh that's another thing i love about this game there actually is a little they're sprinkled in humor did you guys uh, speaking of the eavesdrop did you pick up on the grammar nazi
2: no i wish i did yeah there's
1: no <laughs>
0: there's one segment I didn't that. you're, in, that you're in a basement laugh, yeah and there's two nazis talking and one of them keeps correcting the other one's grammar and the other guy's just, like, getting frustrated. He's like, dude, you're annoying. I can't talk to you anymore. <laughs> but, yeah, it's meant to be a joke that he's a grammar Nazi.
2: Well, I thought it was kind of cool, too, that the characters, there's different names for Blaskowitz. So one of them called um, him Shim Sham, which is Which Jensen. is Yiddish. Yeah. yeah. And then another guy, Jay, he called him Soldier Man. And I just thought it was really cool that, like, they kind of put these personal little touches into the characters as well.
0: Yeah, I, I thought this game is just incredibly well written. I, I was really invested in these characters. Like, you, like as Liz said, even the side characters, Like, there's not a ton of dialogue with it, but I just thought all the characters had such great personalities.
2: I will say, I did think that the sex scenes were unnecessary. They're in Witcher as well. I mean, there's also a super graphic scene at the end, a murder scene that I also wish they didn't put in because I'm not like a baby with that like it doesn't bother me But I just thought it was like a little bit much. It's towards the very end But the sex scenes the same with like The Witcher with this game in particular The way that they met and how they know each other like, you know, they have like a strong bond I don't think that him and Anya his girlfriend Needed to do those scenes. (laughs) I mean they're not people. You know what I mean? But I think it's just like – I've said this before, so sorry you have to hear it again. But I just like – I always just think about a bunch of people in a room creating these scenes, and it gives me the eebie I didn't think there was that graphic. <laughs> it's not graphic. The sex scene isn't graphic.
1: I think they're unnecessary. I agree. But the one thing I guess I, I think is funny about that, Liz, that you always talk about this is – People do the same thing when they're creating a TV show or a movie. Yeah, you know,
2: there's tons of people standing around. Guy to and camera, yeah. And I think yeah. about that, too.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but, at the, but at the same time, it's I think it is a little weirder in a video game setting. And, and so I don't fully disagree, especially where at least I think I only ran into one of them. But I just couldn't help but think like it was completely unnecessary. He even pretty implies, or pretty well implies, that they're going to do the thing. But... For whatever reason, they just needed to throw in like a five-second clip of it, and I don't know why. It just seemed unnecessary.
2: In the second sex scene, like everyone knows that they're doing it, like someone tells them to like finish up with their business kind of thing, and I'm just like, ew. Well, you're in a bunker.
0: Well, it's not like they could go somewhere go to outside. do it. Go
2: outside. Oh, well, there in the for first, one, first one too. First she up goes, with Nazis. I don't. I don't know. Just don't do it next to like a bunch of people in the other room or they like, go upstairs. They were in, they were next to the main room.
1: <laughs> I like, well, and I think we might've had the same timeline Liz, but yeah. And, and the one I, the first saw it where she says to him, there's only one bed. Are you okay with it? And then it just cuts to pretty graphic sex. And I just couldn't help but think like, I got that without <laughs> the scene, just cut to the next scene and let me shoot some more Nazis. That's all I was concerned with. I didn't need to see some digital boobies is that too much for for podcast i don't
2: know well this is uh something a little bit darker and not sex related but i thought it was interesting (laughs) that there was a moment when one of the enemies i think it might have been head he said something along the lines of you don't belong in this world and in the world that they show everyone's nazis and it's weird to think that they're this minority in the world like almost all the world is evil yeah. It's kind of a weird thing that it's like, I don't know, I thought what he, what he said it was like, I don't know, it just...
0: Well, that's what I think is really cool about it. Like, it's it's like a nice twist to just an alternative timeline, which I think is really cool.
1: Although, here's a quick question, and I'm not trying to be super dark about this, but if the Nazis had truly succeeded in World War II, and then you bring it to a present day, would there really be that many people left? To... That's actually what I was thinking, too. <laughs> is this really even make sense?
0: I was thinking, yeah, because I'm like, one, is there going to be, like, that many people, like, in a lot of these countries? Because I feel like the Nazis would have killed a lot of people. And then, two, Germany's not the biggest country. Like, how would they have enough, like, military population to occupy the entire world? But, I mean, those are just obviously small little things.
1: Oh, sure. I'm not I, saying I, I agree. that's, that's what, what I was thinking, that one too. That ruined it for me. I'm just saying.
0: Because the second game takes place in America, and America's fully occupied by Nazis. And it's like, man... We have much to think there. about,
2: like, all the people who aren't white in the world, all the gays, all the Jewish people, everyone who isn't what they want. Which I mean, is
1: blonde hair, blue eyes. Yeah. If you gave them 50 years with no resistance, well, yeah, they'd have resistance. But I'm just saying, no actual global resistance, I think they would have wiped out everyone they don't like. But maybe I'm wrong. I'm not a good mathematician here. <laughs> I'm just saying they didn't they – didn't, really worry about killing people and they don't seem to worry about killing people in this game either
2: something interesting though because you get the collectibles and one of them is a a tape of ramona which is i believe anya's aunt she was talking about infiltrating the nazis so as you're blowing up buildings and stuff i always wonder how many of these people are pretending to be nazis and secretly going around killing nazis because in, in real life during world war II, there were a lot of people who pretended to be Nazis and Nazi supporters. No, that's
0: a good no. point. Well, I'm pretty sure the diary is actually Anya herself. Ooh. And it was her way of basically confessing her past to Blaskowitz, Because even, too, when you search the garage where you tor- uh, torture the Nazi commander with the eye patch, there's news clippings of the serial killer that's been on the loose. Of the diary that she's reading.
2: I didn't listen to them all, to be honest. There was a lot. Yeah,
0: yeah. There's a good amount, but it's. But I actually liked the kind of collectibles that are in this game. You're finding some newspaper clippings around, and they're essentially just kind of giving you articles of basically what's going on in the world. Like they have have some interesting stories about like what happened to Japan because like Germany didn't really need their help. It has stories explaining like what's happening on in America, what's going on in like Africa, like just different parts of the country. And then you yeah the world.
1: later on.
2: I mean I was just gonna say it's
1: all one country now because Germany owns everything. Sorry to our German listeners. We don't like, think you're Nazis. No sleep.
0: Uh yes, the world. Okay. Sorry. You guys are a bunch of grammar Nazis. <laughs> nope.
1: That's but not uh... grammar. That's just proper
2: speech. <laughs> I knew he was gonna say that.
0: But, uh, but it, to me, it was actually worth reading. I actually enjoyed finding these newspaper clippings and actually reading what's going on, because it actually built to this world, and I thought it was a lot of fun.
1: I mean, I'll be honest, I, I 2020'd a lot of them. I just read the the headline and went, oh, that seems like cool, but I'm not going to read <laughs> Cool news. <laughs> cool story, bro. I'm not going to read the rest of the story. I'm just going to believe everything that I saw in the headline. But yeah, it was interesting to see a lot of that. I mean, obviously the game had a lot of collectibles, but... Largely, none of them are too hard to find. I there was a couple strange ones, but it was
2: I had to use the map sometimes to find the what are the Enigma codes?
1: Yeah, the Enigma
0: codes. If you collected enough of them, actually unlocked cheat codes for you.
2: I did not unlock.
1: Yeah, I didn't unlock any cheat codes, but I did know that that was the thing.
0: And then, of course, another collectible you can find in the game are is gold, which actually was part of the original Wolfenstein as well. Oh yeah, the original, the original Wolfenstein. You actually had to like in typical 90 games fashion, had to basically keep pressing against the walls and hoping a door would open. Luckily, none of the secrets were that in-depth in this game. There was a couple times. Uh, I remember specifically one on the first level where you actually pull a sword and it opens the wall, and you get a couple gold pieces from there. But, yeah, I actually liked that they kind of kept that in the game from the original Wolfenstein. Getting gold in this game may be hard, but it doesn't have to be in real life. Let me introduce you to our sponsor of this episode, Acre Gold, the new subscription platform for gold. Acre lets you make small monthly payments and then sends gold straight to your doorstep every few months. What's great about Acre Gold is that it is affordable and you don't have to pay out of your pocket all at once. It's easy to sign up and within a few months you will have physical gold sent to your doorstep. Acre Gold is of the highest quality. It is designed in California and minted in Switzerland. Acre Gold has two subscription plans at $50 and $30, so you can choose how to grow your gold. When your subscription reaches the value of a 2.5 gram Acre Gold bar, they will discreetly ship you your gold. With Acre, you are in control and can cancel or modify your order anytime. So whether you're a noob or a hardcore gold collector, there's never been an easier way to get gold. To find out more, go to getacregold.com gamepass. That's getacregol dcom gamepass. So I do love that this game just has like kind of a bunch of callbacks to the original Wolfenstein. In your home base, there actually is a bed that you sleep in and you actually get to play the original Wolfenstein
1: game, which I think is a lot of fun.
2: I never played it so this was the first for me
1: see that was one of the things i actually loved about this game and honestly throughout the game as much as i wasn't having fun with the game the nostalgia of it was so great i was just mad i couldn't go back and do it more than once i'm sure i unlock it if i beat the game which unfortunately i didn't do but yeah i just i had a lot of fun with that
0: uh another little callback to the original game, too, Keith. I don't know if you noticed, but did you know you could actually eat dog food in this game? Which is also what you could do in the original Wolfenstein. I mean, because I noticed it. I,
1: I didn't actually remember it from the old game, actually, until you pointed it out. But, yeah, I, I did notice that you could that eat was. dog food. Yeah.
0: And also, once again, we can confirm you cannot pet the dogs in this game.
1: Oh, no, there's no
0: you petting dogs in this them. game.
2: Or shoot them. <laughs>
0: But they're also kind of not dogs. They're, they're like
2: mechanical dogs.
0: Yeah, they're like Frankenstein dogs. And as the game progresses, they become more and more like mechanical, which I thought was kind of cool. It shows like the Nazi technology still advancing.
2: One more thing I wanted to mention is I love the loads in this game. When you died, like you did not have to wait at all. I mean, you had to wait like two seconds. And then Andrew... Not
0: enough jigsaw time.
2: Exactly. I was actually... Oh, I just started Jigsaw Puzzle and I was like kind of annoyed that I couldn't play I couldn't do the jigsaw puzzle. But Andrew told me that the cutscenes are also part of the loading, which I didn't realize until I went back to try to like get more perks and stuff. And then I was like, oh, I can't skip this. <laughs> but the first time around, the first time you play it, it's great because the story is interesting. It doesn't feel like a load screen at all.
1: Yeah, I think in most cases, a lot of games do that these days, which is nice, is that they kind of reward you from watching their, their load screens and they give it to you in load time, but or watching their cutscenes rather, to give you the load time.
0: I was really tempted to, you know, kind of blast hey, you there. Hey, and, I you know, caught myself. Shut you down.
1: But I caught that one before you had a chance to roast me. So there's that.
2: And some of the scenes were super sad too. I want to warn you; I might they were. tug at the heartstrings a little bit.
0: But as far as yeah, classic games that are being redone, I think this is definitely one of the better ones. Cause even too like, cause the only other game that I think is close to this caliber is Doom. And I like they. I feel like this game and Doom did like such a good job. Still kind of keeping some of the elements of the original game, but like actually revitalizing it and making it new. Which is better? What, Doom or Wolfenstein? Yeah.
1: I think I like Doom better.
0: <laughs> I liked Doom's gameplay better, but I yes. love the story in this one a lot more.
1: I agree with that. Which, also, fun
0: fact the original Doom and the original Wolfenstein are actually loosely connected.
1: Makes sense, because if I remember playing those old games, I actually confused a lot of them. I think I might have played more Doom than I played Wolfenstein when I was younger, to be honest. But I know both of them.
0: In the original Wolfenstein, the final boss is a demon. And when you kill him, he falls back in the portal to hell. But you blow off his left arm and his right leg. And then in Doom 2, if I do believe, if I remember, the final boss of that is the cyber demon. And the cyber demon has a robotic left arm and a robotic right leg, which were the limbs that were blown off in Wolfenstein. So it's kind of like a nod that they're kind of in the same universe. So I think that would be interesting if they actually kind of kept up with that trend and uh, made a collaborative game in the future. That would be so cool. Especially now that uh, the new Doom is coming out. I would actually
1: like that a lot. Because especially as I mentioned, from my perspective of having remembered them, so much of it crosses over from my memory. They might as well just cross over at this point. I kind of connect them just on that alone
0: what did you guys think of the overall music of this game and the sound because to me it is fantastic
1: are you kidding me i know so maybe i ignored a lot of the music i will say i don't really have much opinion on the music i largely ignored it but the sound effects were garbage there's one point that it i think it was like char like burning charcoal or something in a in a little pit It sounded like applause, like candle applause (laughs) from a stupid 8 p.m. CBS comedy. Like, it was just the worst, and there were so many instances that it was just, what is the sound effect?
2: See, I really – I didn't notice those as much. I remember when you went into the water and things like that, and I thought they were were all right. I thought the voice acting was great. I loved my timeline – with Jay, because obviously he's a guitarist. I thought those scenes were pretty awesome. The guitar riffs, they're pretty, they're pretty great. But one thing that I noticed at the end of the game, they have a song. This is during the credits. That does not seem to fit the game at all. It's a, kind of like a cheesy, girly song. But oh, yeah. Be- because it was so out of place, though, I almost thought that it fit. It was weird. It was a weird choice, but like I, I kind of got it. I don't know.
1: Was it that weird Beatles band? Is that what it was? Because I did notice in one of the news clippings that there was there was talks about a band that was basically the Beatles, oh, yeah. but German, a Nazi version of the Beatles. Yeah. yeah,
0: I can't remember what they were called.
1: And though. they had no. This th- was
2: a girl singing. Oh,
1: okay. I didn't beat the game. I don't know.
2: Okay. I music. <laughs> so for me, I just thought that they had such random music in it that it was kind of exciting and fresh. And like I said before, I thought the voice actors were great.
0: Oh yeah, I thought the voice acting was really good. I'm curious, did you guys like his inner monologue?
2: I loved when I I accidentally fell to my death, and what did he say? Oh yeah, he said, "What a stupid way to die." (laughs) That's the only. That was that was a
1: nice uh, jab at you. (laughs) You fall off the cliff. I didn't notice many of them, but on that note, one that I did notice is it was. It was in the scene where you're in the new... Like, you go into the Resistance headquarters, and there's toilets you can flush. And I don't know how many there are that you can flush, but I flushed two separate ones at least. And on the second one, he goes, hmm, this is starting to seem like compulsive behavior. And that gave me a good laugh.
0: (laughs) There's actually one scene. Uh, I recorded it, so hopefully I can get it on the YouTube video. I was in the middle of a gunfight. Like, there's a whole bunch of Nazis shooting at me, and there was a a broken-down car, and... I will say this is one my one of my biggest complaints of this game is to pick things up you have to keep pressing X.
1: Oh
2: i s so I'm sitting there
0: mashing X and I actually pressed X at the driver's side door So while I'm being blasted my character gets in the car and makes car noises going vroom vroom beep beep <laughs> and he starts talking to horn and he's like Hey baby wanna go for a ride? And like everyone's blasting me That's <laughs> And then awesome. I get out of the car and I still kept fighting.
2: That's a complaint for you?
0: No, my complaint, because I ended up doing that by accident because I was hitting X for everything.
2: Oh, the X was there.
0: Yeah, it was just kind of annoying. I don't know why they did that option of you have to press X at everything to pick up everyone's gun, to collect ammo. That was really annoying. Because even the original Wolfenstein didn't have that. Like, I thought that was kind of a weird design choice. But, I mean, it, it was it was a small complaint because you didn't have to look at the thing. So it was just ended up becoming habit that you're running through a bunch of bodies and you're just mashing X and just grabbing all the guns. So it was, it was very forgiving so it wasn't that big of a deal.
1: I would have been fine with it even if it just allowed me to hold the X and kind of vacuum things. I would have been fine with that but yeah, the mashing was just annoying.
2: Yeah, I did it like you guys do with Apex just like X, 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 X. <laughs> <laughs> But to answer your question from before, I I didn't like his Chey inner monologues, but when he's like you know the, the time when he's in the asylum, parts like that I thought were good. But I thought, like, little parts were a little cheesy. I thought
0: it was a little cheesy, but I also really liked it. Because some of his monologue I thought was a bit poetic. And that's what I liked. I felt like it was adding more depth to this character. Because the way you look at him, you're like, he is a typical meathead. Like, just shoot people and, like, don't think about anything. But I loved his inner monologues because it actually showed this character has feelings. And actually has struggles. But he obviously, like, bottles it down inside. So I loved, because it actually, to me, felt like it added a lot of depth to the main character.
2: Well, I also wanted to ask, with the main character, do you learn more about him in the second one? Yes. How is the second one?
0: I like the second one a lot.
2: Is it better? (sighs) Is it a must, like this game is a must?
0: I would say yes. So the story, once again, is still fantastic. Uh, The gameplay changes a little bit. It's actually a little bit more open world. So the second one takes place with you going to America and actually trying to free and bring the resistance to America. And you're trying to find and hunt the female antagonist.
2: Yeah, Irene Engel.
0: So she is the main villain in the second one. And yeah, so the story is really good. And yeah, you go to the kind of these bigger areas and it tends to, it's not totally open world, but you do have a lot more options to explore and stuff. So... If you like the first one, you definitely will like the second one. I will say that. Another thing I really want to praise with this game
1: is its graphics.
2: graphics.
1: I like that transition. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Liz. We we practiced. <laughs> I'm
2: trying to beat you to it.
0: You know, we practice every day. When I try to talk, over, over-talks me. You know, practice for the segment. I'm just kidding. But uh, as old as this game is, it's not super old. But it came out in 2014. And so like, it's obviously, you know, six years, it's pretty old, but the graphics to me, I think were really good. And this game has just enough destructible environment too, that I thought it made the comment really interesting because you could actually be shooting Nazis and it actually starts chipping away at their cover and you can actually try to get them out of cover by blowing up the
1: cover.
2: I love the graphics. I thought they did a great job, especially for 2014, you said?
1: Yeah. Well, 2014 was what, like a week and a half ago? No, exactly. A week and a half ago. Yeah. In so.
2: other words, Keith doesn't like it because he doesn't like anything. <laughs> Gosh,
1: you make me sound so negative. I'm, it's not pixel art, so Keith
0: doesn't like I'm it. I'm pretty
1: sure Andrew has passed on more games than I have, but <laughs> all of the same, no, I thought the graphics were actually great. I, I didn't like the gameplay. I just didn't like the gameplay, and that's why for me, I don't like it. So. Hang tight in a minute and a half or so when I talk about that again. But the the (laughs) graphics are great, especially for 2014.
2: Oh, hush.
0: (laughs) The next thing, once again, I really like about this game, (laughs) because there isn't anything I don't like about this game, and that is the achievements. I think the achievements are really well-designed for this game. You, of course, have your typical story ones. You have your typical beating the game on certain difficulty. But, of course, then they sprinkled in a good amount of level-specific achievements, and I like when a game does that. Like I like going back and revisiting a certain area and kind of trying for some things. Because there are some different elements of this game where it changes up the gameplay. Right at the beginning, there's a on-rail moment where you're just taking over a turret on an airplane and you're shooting planes. So one of the achievements is basically to prevent any of your allied ships from getting shot down.
2: I didn't get that one. <laughs> nope. Didn't you, of course,
0: have some yeah, achievements to try to challenge you to do better with your stealth. So I think this game does a fantastic job for achievements. And I would overall recommend it for Achievement Hunters.
2: And they do it for the perks. Yes. More incentive.
1: Well, so that's what I was going to say, is that it feels like with the perks, you, you get them for playing the game differently. Which I know is one of your things, Andrew. And I do actually appreciate that that thing about your achievements. But at the same time, I guess I here's a question that I might have missed because I didn't beat the game. Do you get an easy chapter select once you beat the game?
2: Yes. Yes.
1: Okay because otherwise
2: because
1: otherwise I just don't see any reason to to just go back and play this game from start to finish but that's all oh, thing. Oh yeah
0: I, I after the last game not having a chapter select I if this game didn't have a chapter select I would be quite frustrated as well Yeah but I'm, no, fu- I'm
1: fine one. with it for like achievement purposes especially like you can go back to that chapter select it, try and play it again cool yeah. But better.
0: uh a little hot tip for you uh, listeners If you are working for certain perks, if you're at an area that has the thing you need to kind of do the perk, like, some of them were to kind of kill certain enemies, and, like, some of the enemies aren't aren't very common. Like, some of them are to stealth kill the dogs. Not every stealth area has dogs. So if you're in an area that has, like, two or three, if you ever restart your checkpoint, it will obviously restart the checkpoint, but it doesn't restart your progress for your perks. So... Right at the beginning, like, one of the first stealth areas has some dogs. I would just kill the three dogs, restart checkpoint, kill the dogs again, till I basically got the perk I was working for. And so it's a nice, easy way to kind of get the perks early in the game. Just keep restarting your checkpoints.
1: Yeah, I realized that I'm a little too late, but I did catch that. It is a nice tip So listen to Andrew. At least <laughs> on this state.
0: So getting to our final thoughts, as I'm sure you guys could probably figure out, I actually love this game. I think if you are just a fan of first-person shooters... This game is just is really well made. I thought the combat is a lot of fun. It does a great job changing up the kind of the gameplay with the stealth, having some different elements of on-rail shooting to piloting a mech. The story is really well written. I absolutely love the characters. The story really just kinda kept me going with this game. This game's not super long and it's not super difficult, so if you're looking for more of a challenge, you can give yourself one by playing on the hardest difficulty, but. You're not going to be, like, pulling your hair out from it. There's there's just very little I don't like about this game. So, for me, I think I'm giving it a 95.
1: Oh, sorry. I was just waking up from your explanation there.
0: Of how good it was? Yeah. It, yeah,
1: sure. Also, I guess because I'm just also AWOL. Um, <laughs> I, as far as the game itself, it's really good. I, I, the graphics are good I didn't pay much attention to the story but I loved the news clippings and it actually did add some interest to the game especially if you kind of like alternative history I think it's a really good game as far as everything outside of the gameplay I don't think it's a good first person shooter and I hardly disagree with you on it but I still have to give it a 70 if I have to give it a score wow I know that doesn't make sense, and I'll So ashamed. Everyone, aside from the four people who listen to us, (laughs) won't roast me for this. So thank you for all those people. But for the four four people who do, I'm sorry.
2: I think that I'm going to give it a 90. I was actually torn between 88 and 90. You're just starting out with the score.
1: I respect that. You're not even. Yeah. You're not even defending it. You're just giving it a score. I don't
2: want to make people wait. And
0: it's funny you hesitated about it being a game or past the beginning.
2: Oh no! I was just.
1: She was just confused. I didn't
2: drink enough coffee today. She was just getting into it. But yeah, any game that has that much looting and you know how much I love to loot, you gotta give it a ninety.
1: <laughs> Why'd you one get one Italian is? there? But it's way too late to know. argue. Gotta give point. it the
0: ninety.
2: But looking at Metacritic xbox 79 for critics 7.8 for users which i always get kind of bummed with metacritic sometimes where like people be like i gave it a zero because i thought the score was way too high it's like okay bro (laughs) like (laughs) but this (laughs) but some of the complaints from said people bland story clunky repetitive like they just had like a list a mile long but
0: these are the keys to the world.
2: <laughs> I just like, they were so bitter about the score. They were like, I, I got to give it a zero. They're like, it doesn't deserve a zero, but I'm going to give it a zero. But I liked looking at the critics. And one said, it's built on an impressive world, but doesn't do enough with it. And it kind of reminded me what you said earlier about how I think it would be cool if it was an open world concept. Because there is so much cool stuff in this game that I think that it would be, it's very like sectionized. And so with the critic, I kind of agree with that. But looking at the other ones, I mean, it really was around 80, all around.
0: But that's what I think is cool about the second one, because, yeah, like, this game is a good foundation and a good start for a story. And that's why I think the second one, if you like this one, you will like the second one.
1: I really like that explanation of it's a good game in practice, but it just doesn't play out. That last one you read. (laughs) I liked it a lot.
2: I don't think Keith is going to like a game until it's his pick again.
1: (laughs) Probably not. (laughs) I like my games. When we we'll, we'll get another pixel game. So which will probably I be next hard week. hard game on next week.
0: <laughs> Alright, but I think that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, thank you all so much for listening. You could write us a suggestion or say hello to us. You can reach us at email at GamePassGrabBag at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook at GamePassGrabBag. We are also on the Xbox Live Club with GPGB Pals. And we are also on the tweeter with the GPGB Pod.
2: <laughs> You're Irish now?
0: <laughs> I have been your hardcore gamer host, Andrew. You can follow me on Xbox Live at Firebird01952. I'm also on Mixer, so come on by and say hi.
1: And if anyone's still listening, I'm Keith. You
0: can write to him about how wrong he is.
1: On the Facebook.
0: Blast his Facebook wall and his MySpace wall. Oh, he still uses was- MySpace.
1: Don't tell people about my MySpace. It's my secret place.
2: <laughs> it's anyway.
0: It's where you have your sweet <laughs> tunes play whenever people visit your, your page.
1: <laughs> oh, gosh. I wish I could make that happen. Liz, please end this episode.
2: <laughs> and I'm Liz the Noob, gamertag common on Dean. And I'm on Twitter at Liz the Noob, noob EW, And I just want to remind everybody that there is going to be a poll for my next pick. You can also leave suggestions on the poll. And if you get the most likes, then I will pick your game. So go to our Twitter and Facebook. Yeah.
0: Hi, <laughs> <laughs> right, everybody. Uh, thank you all so much for listening. We hope you guys have a fantastic week, and we'll
1: see you again next week. Bye, guys. Bye.
2: Bye.